Hi. Hi. Welcome. It's another Welcome. episode of Case Files with Kat and Ashley. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, my favorite song. <laughs> it, it is weird without our intro music. Mm-hmm. I listened to our last episode. I was like, man, that is such good music. Like it's like <laughs> so, I just I yeah. don't know. I always danced to okay. it. And it kind of got. It kind of started off the whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, how you be? I wanna. I wanna hear all about uh, what's going on. Um, I'm good, you know, it's just every day is bad luck in Ashley world, so, um, oh, boo. yeah, I got, I got told on Monday I had to be out of where I was staying by next Wednesday, and the same night I broke a plate on my foot, um, you know, but, um, all is well, um, I have a place to go now, um, apparently there is paranormal activity that, uh, there's a ghost that works for us now, I don't know if you knew that, but, um, so you guys, this week, <clears throat> which we'll talk about the question week later, but um, I I got a notification on Facebook that someone had answered one of our posts. And I was like, what post? We didn't make a post. And I go to our Facebook page. And you guys, I'm not even kidding. My, the question of the week was posted and it typed out, here's Ashley's question of the week. Answer below because we're going to read it on the air during the next episode. And I never typed that and Kat did not type it. Um, I have the picture, but I never posted it because I didn't want to ask that question. And so I backed out and I had never typed any text with it, regardless of if I put the image. So anyway, somehow this this whole post by us got typed up. The question of the week was posted on our Facebook and Instagram and we didn't do it. So we apparently have um, an intern who... Is a ghost. I don't know what to which, tell you. Which I, uh, one of y'all? Which one of y'all <laughs> hacked I into our I, I, I would never type it that way. I never would have typed it that way. Um, so I don't know what happened. I don't know if I had like a bot out of body experience. Like it was really early in the morning, so I wasn't drunk yet. Like I don't know what happened. I don't know. I, I have no idea. You know, maybe they'll do you it for you next week. out from <laughs> drinking beer that day. But it was like really mm-hmm. early in the morning. So it was like nine or 10 in the morning, <laughs> yeah. which was also oh, really early for us to post the question of the week. So I feel like I don't know. What are you drinking over there? You're like drinking a whole. Oh, are we are we on that? On yeah, that we're just. OK. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, might as well get there. <laughs> one of my favorites from L- um, I'm sorry, from Lone Pint Brewery. Oh. It's the Yellow Rose Smash IPA. And it's my favorite art for an IPA. It is really great. So beautiful. Yeah, we we jumped to the section because I just see you over there swinging out yeah, of a bottle. Yeah, it's, it's like this huge. And, uh, it is a huge it's guy. It's huge. It's, it's, it looks huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's 16.9 fluid ounces. Is that the only one you have tonight? Mm-hmm. Look okay, at okay. it! Look at I it! Know, but like sometimes you're drinking like vodka and beer. I know. Like you got I don't a whole know. Bar Tonight it's just like I don't know what's going on. You know, it's just you know trying to behave a little bit. I I actually have a beer tonight. Um, <laughs> so this is one of those Untitled Art collabs. It's Untitled Art and Neon Raptor, and this one is called Bananas Foster. It's supposed to be. A stout with banana puree, cinnamon, vanilla, and milk sugar. I feel like you've and had that I before. I tell you, I've never had this before. Oh, I like canned I've art. Had another, with... I've, I had another Bananas Foster, Foster's, oh, but not this one. Pretty can art. That's pretty. Yeah. 
Um, but when I say this stuff looks like I'm, I don't know if you can see it, but it's like super thick. Like, Ooh, I, don't know, I can't. That's thick. It's it's thick, guys. This like I don't if you I don't know. I do not taste banana fosters when I drink it. <laughs> Kevin um, is on a roll tonight. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it kind of tastes like vanilla, vanilla, but I don't taste the other flavors. All right. It's okay. I, I would not drink more than probably um, half of this if I hadn't bought it. But I had <laughs> a can of, there's this beer by the Brewing Project, and it's called Double Stuffed. It's got like a big mean Oreo on it, and I'll post a picture because I bought two cans. And it is super delicious. It's a stout. And then if you happen to be in the Houston area... Um, Brash has this beer called uh, Snap Crackle, and it's a light beer. It's like when I say light, it's like four point eight percent. Okay, like that's light. That's like and, the stone wall so, that I had. But it's so good and mm-hmm. so refreshing, and it's just delicious. And it's my favorite beer from them. I usually love their stouts, but man, this beer is so good. So, anyways, those those are what's what's happening awesome um, over here and this, this beer has like paranormal activity going on inside of it i don't know <laughs> i wish you could see right. like the stuff it's weird anyway right. anywho question that, of the that's week that's what i'm drinking what what was, oh, what was okay, your well, question of the week i guess you don't want to talk anymore so moving on the question of the week actually it's not even my <laughs> question to- of the week it's it's our intern's question of the week uh, our ghost, apparently our, go- our ghost turn Yes. Uh, the question was, which serial killer scares you the most and why? Uh, you don't actually have to answer why. I don't think anyone answered why, but uh, I wanted to know why. But anyways, the question was, which serial killer scares you the most? I don't have an answer yet. What's yours? Mine is the ones that never get caught. That's a great answer. <laughs> I am the one that logged into one of our Facebook profiles and posted on our Facebook page. That's so funny. Um, I don't have. But, um, I don't have. I don't know which one. I would say any of them that involves stalking their their victims in advance, because that freaks me out the most to know that someone's been following you and watching you and you never knew. Like those probably freak me out the most. I don't have like a particular one, but those would be the type that would freak me out the most that like really like follow their victims and for days and days or months or whatever and plan like, it all out like, like that. Uh, um, the Golden State Killer. Yes. East Area Rapist. Yeah. That would probably be that would probably be mine because he was so stealthy and, you know, mm-hmm. cop, the whole thing. Um, and just and I think. Yeah especially at night when I'm mm-hmm. closing up shop and I'm like, Oh, I hate that the windows are open that people yeah. can see in, but I can't see out that I hate that kind of stuff. So I think that would probably yeah. be mine. Thank goodness. Yeah, we had, he's um, caught. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we had some good answers and we actually had some people answering on Instagram, which is good. I'm trying to get more involved in posting that I forget to post everywhere, but um, it is what it is. Uh, you know, Maybe maybe we can get another intern. Um, okay, so jumping into the trivia. Okay, so did you know the world's most secluded inhibited island is Easter Island? No, I did not know that. Oh, no, you do. Um, so these are some questions for you. 
So which decade was the term serial killer first coined? Like the 60s, 70s, 70s. 80s? Yes. Yay. I always say, how did we survive? That's why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which of these, which of these three options is not a factor used by criminal experts to classify serial killers? A, motive of killing. B, social patterns. Or C, method of killing. C. Yes, look at you. Ooh. You're so good. Mm-mm-mm. What is the nickname of the house in Chicago of H.H. H. Holmes? One or A, the dungeon, B, the murder castle, or C, Fraudville? Murder castle. Yay! Um, you're doing so much better on this one. Uh, what was, what were the last three? What were the last words of Aileen Pittman before she was executed? A, they deserved it. B, I will be back. Or C, thank goodness it's over. I'm going to go with A. Mm-mm. She, her, Aileen Pittman's last words were, I will be back. Oh, wow. wow. Which is kind of creepy. I knew, I knew so it couldn't be like, thank goodness it's over. I would have been like, no, nah, it's got to yeah. be something I, like. I thought it was going to be they deserved it, honestly. But mm. yeah, the, it was, I will be back. Creepy. She's this the one. My trivia you know what? Questions. She's the yeah. one who posted on our Facebook because maybe, she, maybe she's like, "I'm back, bitches." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe it's very <laughs> possible. Any anything is possible at this point. Um, okay, so let's just get housekeeping. I'm like, obviously, I cannot pronounce words. We already know this, so just prepare because words are from all different countries in this story. Like twelve different places across the country are involved in this story. So just get over it. Forgive me. Continue to listen. Continue to follow or don't. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Why okay. do you pick these stories? Why is that? <laughs> because this, this, is, this story is so, like, interesting to me. Like, I okay. had no idea it existed. Um, I was actually researching a different story, and I came upon this, and I was like, I have to do it. Um, All right, let's do it. So, okay, so a few episodes back, I covered that area called the Bennington Triangle. Yeah. And I mentioned there were, like, five other triangles. So I started to research another one, and that led me to the rest of the story. So I'm going to talk about the other triangle and then go into um, the full in-depth story. So this other triangle is called the Dragon's Triangle. Ooh. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about this because this triangle is part of something called the vile vortex. I don't know how to say this word. Vortices, like plural of vortex. Okay, so vortices, Mm -hmm. I guess. That's what we're going to go with. And so so I'm going to talk about the vile vortices more in depth. So the dragon's triangle is is also known as the Devil's Sea, the Formosa Triangle, and the Pacific Bermuda Triangle. Whoa. It's located, yeah, it's located in a region of uh, the Pacific Ocean south of Tokyo. So the Dragon's Triangle is like, it's it's one of 12 vile, vile uh, vortices. vortices. So there's 12 of these, yeah, so there's 12 of these places around the world. So just a brief description is that the vile vortices are those areas where the pull of the planet's electromagnetic waves is stronger than anywhere else. They have natu- naturally occurring ano- anomalies. It's said that the vile vortices are spread equally in 12 parts across the Tropic of Cancer, 
the Tropic of Capricorn and includes the North and South Pole. Each vortex is spread equally across the world's surfaces. The entire collection of these forms a geometric figure known as an... Okay, this is going to be really rough, guys. Uh, we're only in the first paragraph. Known as an icosahedron? I don't know. I-C-O-S-A-H-E-D-R-O-N is how you spell it. And this geometric figure is... Um, it's, it's a geometric figure, which is a polyhedron compromising... <laughs> I don't know. Listen, guys, I can't pronounce these words, okay? But it's important that you know this is a geometric figure that these 12 vile vortices form across the world, okay? Um, so the most famous one you've probably heard of is the Bermuda Triangle. And that's located in the Tropic of Cancer, which is well, also where the... Okay, so just to, just to clarify, the Icoshedron Ica yes. is yes. a 20-sided mm -hmm. die. Basically, yes, okay. which is what these 12 parts form the spaces and stuff between them. That's that's the shape that these spots form. It um, it forms a 20 sided die. OK, got yeah. it. I'm with you on this. OK, OK. I'm so sorry, guys. I really no, we're apologize. Make, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. It comes from <laughs> ancient varies? Greek 20. So, yes. OK, so the most famous one you've heard of is the Bermuda Triangle. It's located in the Tropic of Cancer which is also where this devil sees, a.k.a. the dragon's triangle is. So the triangle for the dragon's triangle can be marked off on a map by connecting Japan, Taiwan, and uh, Yap Island. So according to the myth, dragons live deep beneath the surface and their movement can suddenly turn up waves, whirlpools, thick fog, and sudden storms. Um, okay, so anybody from Japan... Um, I'm sorry. In 1950, <laughs> Japanese officials declared the triangle a danger zone for shipping. And in 1952, a research vessel uh, sent by the Japanese government to investigate the troubled waters vanished without a trace. So on this vessel, there were 22 uh, like crewmen and there were nine scientists. None of them returned. Oh. None of them were heard of again. Um, wow. And, yeah. And so... Basically, at, at one point, Japan forbidden, like, ships to go through this area. So, like the Bermuda Triangle, um, the, the uh, Dragon's Triangle is known to be volatile, subject to sudden weather changes, ocean swells um, that are not understood. They say that undersea volcanoes could influence the area's sudden change, but others cite UFOs. You know, it's, there's no real scientific um, answers to it. Wow. And so, yeah. So there's tales about uh, the murky seas between Taiwan um, and some of the other areas over there. They have been around since 1000 BC. Legend has it that uh, there was a great warrior and he lost many men and ships when he tried to invade Japan in the 1200s. Wow. Um, one of the theories behind, of course, is UFOs. There is a hotbed of activity. Um, you know, there's... Has there, uh, there so was a, that's the theory, but is that because mm -hmm. of sightings or because of just, well, like, the disappearance? 
So this this particular vessel that um, was recorded in 1955, it it was an um, it was a vessel that had been sent out. It was 1955. It went off the grid and it was never seen again. However, four hour four years later, there was a wine bottle with a message in it that washed uh-huh. up on the beach near Australia. Okay, near one of the cities in Australia, Waha Waha Australia. Anyways, the message from, from in the bottle was from the vessel, and it said, "Abandoning ship, strange circular metallic object forcing us aboard it. Help us!" And this was this wasn't an isolated incident. Um, there was like ships during World War Two. There was a, there was this famous event during World War Two where two hundred to three hundred UFOs were spotted on a radar. Flying at a speed of 700 miles per hour, which was faster than any aircraft they had at that time. Um, the mysterious crafts were not visible to the naked eye, but they caught them on, like, the radar. So, um, yeah. So that was wow. during World War II over there. They they had, like, radar readings of 200 to 300 um, going 700 miles per hour. So that's why UFOs are a big theory with that. Um of course, the volcano theory is that, you know, the activity, it says the the Devil Sea happens to fall into a dynamic zone. It has been theorized that um, the volcano, <clears throat> um, you know, the volcano that's there is causing these issues. It says the plausible theory is that, um, like, there's methane bubble, like, there's, like, like the methane bubble theory for Bermuda Triangle um, it's, it's kind of thought that it's the same kind of situation here where there's a flare up and it causes a ship to be pulled under. But scientists say that's not really logical because um, it wouldn't be happening enough for the number of disappearances and like uh, ships that disappear, planes that disappear, people that disappear. It's just not plausible. So um, another scientific research claimed that these occurrences were believed to occur in the triangle were the result of um, environmental phenomenons. The researchers argued that the area has the presence of methane hydrates on the seabed. When methane hydrates gas or methane explodes, bubbles will be formed on the water surface as the ice-like deposits separate from the bottom of the ocean at the time of the explosion. So it says these activities can interrupt things like buoyancy and it can also destroy a vessel without even leaving a trace of it. So, like, it can just cause a vessel to supposedly, like, implode and, like, there'll be no trace. Um, But, again, they don't really know. There hasn't been a lot of research. So, that is the Dragon's Triangle, which led me to the story about the vile vortices, which is what I'm going to talk about now. So, um, scientists are not exactly sure what what causes these um, vortices to happen or why they happen. What they know is that these areas, so these areas are very strange. There's lots of paranormal activity happening, lots of disappearances. Um, there's like dis- the, like very disturbing stories and reports all the time. It's very commonplace. Um, you know, like with the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, people who don't get lost, they even report things like glowing water. Um, so there's just all of these weird things that just seem to happen in these 12 reoccurring areas around the world and nowhere else. So the vile forces are also known 
as the 12 devil's graveyards around the world. Um, So this phrase and this entire concept of these uh, vile vortices being the devil's graveyards was inspired by a man named Ivan T. Sanderson in 1972. He claims that these vortices are rifts in the landscape where time and space fold in upon themselves. So the 12 vortices, they they roughly correlate to the shape of triangles, um, not just the Bermuda Triangle and the Dragon Triangle. Most of them all form a triangle. That's crazy. So That's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, this also kind of plays into those ley lines that we mentioned in another story where... Yes. Um, yeah, so this kind of plays into that. So Ivan was a biologist, a writer, an animal enthusiast, and a huge fan of all things paranormal. He would go on expeditions, and he would, like, record what he saw. He would, like, do drawings. He made reports. He took a lot of photographs. Um, he would travel all around, and he did a ton of studies during the early 70s. But he, this is when he began to notice that there seemed to be um, reoccurring things that were happening in these uh, specific regions where things were just so strange. Planes would disappear. People would disappear. Uh, there was high amounts of UFO sightings. And that's when he began to form that these vile vortices existed. So here's the full list of them. There's 12 total. Um, So the first five that I'm going to read are in the Tropic of Cancer. So those five are the Bermuda Triangle. And and I'm going to talk more about each one of these in depth further down. So the first one is the Bermuda Triangle. The second one is the Devil's Sea. Uh, The third one is Hamakalua, and that's near Hawaii. There's... um, the mega, megalithic ruins of Algeria, which is located near uh, Timbuktu, and then there's uh, Karachi. So those are the Tropic of Cancer, and then these five are in the Tropic of Capricorn. So that would be Easter Island. So Easter Island is considered one of these 12 vile vortices. Uh, the Wharton Basin, New um, Hebrides Trench, the South Atlantic anonymously and the megalith of Zimbabwe or Zimbabwe. And then of course, so then separate from the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, the North and South Pole are included in this, in the list of 12 um, vile vortices. So um, half of those are above the equator. Half of those are below the equator with only the North and South Pole not being on one of those lines. So it so basically what that means is the these vortices are main, mostly located near warm and tropical climates. They're evenly spread out distance-wise, which investigators have suggested prove that there's something logical and mathematical to this like chaos. Like it, these wow. these spots are these these hotbeds of paranormal activity and disappearances and UFOs and all this stuff are like evenly spread out across the the country. So um, Ivan and some other paranormal uh, theorists, they had a few ideas on what exactly caused these places to be in order. One of them was those ley lines that we had talked about before. Um, If you're unfamiliar with ley lines, it's it's like this idea that important places and man-made objects, such as the Easter Island uh, statues, 
they line up because of spiritual energy and like or or like the earthly feng shui is basically how it says it's they feel like there's some higher force lining these particular places and statues and like i think pyramids was also one of them where it's just kind of like they don't know how it got there but they feel like that's how through these ley lines it's It's like uh, it kind of reminds me of like if people talked about like chi like it's it runs along the the meridians in your body like there's Mm -hmm. the there are lines that it goes through right it's just in on the earth yeah, and it, it's really kind of crazy when you're looking at a map, which I'll post, where it shows the 12 spots, like, <clears throat> that it really is so evenly spaced, and it's these areas that we know of, um, and where all this activity just happened. It's just so weird that it does happen so much. Okay, so other theories have more to do with subtle matter energy. Um, some have to do with electromagnetic. Um, they make stars. What the little triangles? Right, they all like the the vial vortices make like stars. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Two stars. Wow. Um. So so one idea is it involves geometric patterns actually addressed by Plato thousands of years ago. Um. But when you get down to it, honestly, like. No one knows why these locations appear to line up so well. None of the scientists can explain what causes all these activities. Um, there's no kind of scientific research that can explain what causes these like paranormal things to happen. Um, so, uh, what are you? Oh, oh yes, right? It's crazy, huh? The star. There's an upside down star on one side, and and a regular, you know, up, upright. Yeah. Ooh, um, I know it's very creepy. It is. Uh, I don't like the creepy. fact that they're called the Devil's Graveyard either, to be honest. But, oh my god! So um, I'm going to go through the twelve different um, ball vortices and kind of talk a little bit more about the activity that's been recorded there, like just more about what's happening. So the Bermuda Triangle, of course, we know a lot about this. We hear about this one all of the time. Yes. But there's so many disappearances, whole fleets of Navy ships, spy planes, of course, the infamous Mary Celeste, um, just a few of the cases. So, but, but what I hadn't heard about before I started researching was that the people that have gone there and haven't been lost there, they've reported glowing water, spinning compasses, random malfunctions, strange sightings, and Ooh. like all kinds of stuff. So they, they may go through it and survive, but they have all kinds of like these activities that are happening to them that they just don't understand. Like they their compasses don't work. The water's glowing. They they see weird things. They hear weird, weird things. Nope. Um, yeah. And there are people dying there. So in the last hundred mm-hmm. years, over 1000 people have lost their lives to the Bermuda Triangle. So I, I don't know if you believe in paranormal activity or what, but I feel like those are pretty high numbers um, for people to randomly just die here and disappear here and uh, ships to go missing. So, and there's no explanation for it, really. Um, mm. They say it could be a million different things that cause it, but no, not one particular thing that they can pinpoint. Um, so then the next one is... Um, 
Ancient ruins may hold a lot of mystery, but there's particular ruins that hold just a little extra. If you were going to go to Timbuktu, you travel north and you would come across an ancient burial ground. Um, and it, it's uh, Jebel Mazala Salust. And so this is where, so here there are cave paintings. There's great monoliths uh, to mark the area. And it's all kind of impressive, but there's a lot, there's a very strange, um, like feeling that's hanging over this place. There are so many planes that disappear. It's kind of near the Sahara Desert. And so there are so many planes that just disappear as they fly over this particular area. Never seen again. Never seen again. They're on their flight course. Somehow they end up in this area and they just get swallowed up by this uh, megalith like little area. And they, they feel like maybe the area is cursed because it is an ancient burial ground. Um, you know, but again, they, they just, they don't have any theories of, of why planes keep disappearing here. Ships can't disappear because it's, you know, it's inland, but planes disappear all of the time from here, from this area. But there are no structures like on Easter Island or whatever. There's no, no, no pyramids or anything. Not, not really. There's on this, on this area, there's those caves with the paintings and the great monoliths, um, you know, that have been in the news recently. There's huge monoliths there. Um, to mark the area, but yeah, they they don't know how they and we got don't there. Know why they're they're, there. We, yeah, we still don't know where how yeah. they got there. Yeah, Any of them. and and planes keep disappearing. Um, the next one is um west of the Indus River in the Indus Valley. There are remains of a large and ornate city called uh, Mahinjo Daro, and sure. it, which means the mound of Krishna. Krishna. And it is said that it was from this great and ancient city that the birth of the Hindu religion first arose. Ooh. So um, after its discovery in the 1920s, they began to dig and archaeologists came across scattered corpses of at least 40 people. What? So, what? yes. So considering that the god Shiva is pictured a lot in the city and Shiva is a god of destruction, Many believe today that this particular city has some very dark powers in it. Um, And so there's lots of crazy things that happen here. Um, And they just believe like there's just because she is the God of destruction and that's what's painted all around the city that they've dug up. um, They believe like there's just dark power stored within these ruins. Maybe don't paint the goddess of destruction. I don't know. Or maybe like, don't dig up ancient cities of, that are part of burial grounds and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, just leave it be. Like, Jesus, what are you? The, okay, I'm just saying the first time I saw the God of Destruction painted somewhere near 40 corpses were recovered, I'd be like, peace out. I'm done. Like, I'm not. No, I'm not fucking around with with that. Like, I don't I don't nope. understand. I mean, she's literally it says she's painted all over the city. Like, I don't know. Um, okay, so the next one is, uh, I'm really going to butcher this one, Hamakalua, Hama, Hamakalua. Sounds it's, right. It's, um, it's, so, so this particular vortex is off the coast of Hawaii, and it is the site of ship and plane disappearances. Um, they say wow. the source of its power is the volcano. However, um, the, lo- the locals and scientists, they've watched the volcano um, they, they tell stories that, you know, you could believe it was the volcano. Um, 
Locals say that strange lights can sometimes be seen around the volcano and have Ooh. for a very long time. This volcano What's strange? They just said strange lights. Um, so I'm assuming not fire. Yeah, okay. Um, it says the volcano is particularly active because it is right along the ring of fire. And scientists also say the area around the volcano is prone to um, like mag- magnes- magnetization of rocks and like strange electrical energy could be flowing throughout the region. Uh, excuse me, I don't know what you mean by strange electrical energy, but that is a little weird to me. Like, I don't know. Um, anyways, so planes and ships often have <laughs> interference. Their navigation equipment fails, and they disappear. I mean, you can say that's it's the strange. Volcano. That's strange mad- magnetic interference. I mean, that's strange, strange electrical energy. Energy, and there you go. That's that's a perfect example. But but they don't know what's causing it. They don't yeah. know where it's coming from. Really. They can't I'm really just making a list of all the places I will never fly never. over or <laughs> sail through. You know what? I might not even walk there. I'm just making a list. Yeah. Um, they, again, they say it could be the volcano, but I'm going to go with evil unseen forces. So if you go to Hawaii, I would avoid um, that. I, I did, probably didn't pronounce it right. So you'll just have to good luck figuring out which island not to go to. Um the next place is the <laughs> South Atlantic Anom. I can never say this word right my whole life. I've never, I don't know why I can't say this damn word. Anomaly. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. And not, okay. There we go. Anomaly. For Ashley. South Atlantic Anomaly is considered no. the Bermuda. Okay. Look, I said it right the first few times. We're just moving on. You got, it. You got the right I first know. time. <laughs> you guys, I promise I'm not an eight year old. Uh, a girl could probably pronounce these words better. Um, it, so it's considered the Bermuda Triangle of space. I don't know. Let's find the- out. Olivia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> you, no, Anderson. Show that. No. <laughs> um, this vortex is particularly interesting because this area itself has been extensively studied by NASA. Um, so the Earth is surrounded. Oh, is she here? She can- which, is that Anderson? We have a special guest appearance happening. You say hi. Hi. You're, you're you made an appearance and you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Um, okay, okay. So bye. The, the South Atlantic anomaly. I don't know. It's considered the Bermuda Triangle of Space. The vortex is particularly interesting because this area has been extensively studied by NASA. The Earth is surrounded by an inner and outer radiation belt. And in the South Atlantic, the inner radiation belt comes closer to the Earth's surface than anywhere else. So this creates an area where, like, the Earth's magnetic field is uh, weaker. There's a flux of, like, energetic particles. Um, So satellites who go through this belt often experience malfunctions. Glitches, astronauts see really strange things happening here. Um, they say it's kind of like shooting stars, but it's more of like what? a shooting light. Yeah, they say it's more of like a shooting light, not related to like not like a falling star, but like a shooting like starlight lights is all they say. And so there's like crazy things that happen near this this area. Wow. 
So this also causes serious problems for aircrafts. Lots of planes disappear in this area um, due to the navigational and electronic malfunctions, and they're and they're not found again. Um, so and like I said, that one's been really that one's been researched by NASA, and they still don't really have an explanation other than maybe the electric field. They don't really know. Um, so the next one is the Wharton Basin. So near the northeast corner of the Indian Ocean is the Wharton Basin. So I along like the heard of the ocean, maybe I don't know. I feel I thought I had to, but I don't know. But um, so along the floor of the ocean here, there are many deep fractures and different plates meet. Because of that, this area sees a lot of like as uh, seismic activity, um, and it's been studied very extensively. However. Researchers don't have a map of this area of the ocean floor, and they have not Ooh. tried to make one since the 60s. Um, what's more is this area has come to recent fame as the possible resting place of the flight that disappeared MH370, which vanished in 2014. Um, there's, there was no trace of the uh, Malaysian plane, and they've done searches. They're still continuing to search, and no one ever knows like what happened to it. But they feel like this was the area that it was last, like, recorded. And so somewhere in this area, it's disappeared forever. Um, so but it's, you said that it hasn't really been searched and we don't have an idea of what the floor, ocean floor looks like. Like, are yeah. they just never going there? Like, it's just well, too dangerous? Or are they... They don't have a map of it, but... I, I'm assuming in the past they tried to get one because it says they have not tried to make one since the 60s. Oh. So maybe before the 60s yeah. they tried and just couldn't because it's too deep. Um, and as far as the plane goes, they've done hundreds of searches. I mean, they continue to search for it. They've just never found it. But that plane is not the only plane. Like, planes and ships have disappeared here um, on a on a frequent basis. Um, it It is... It, it's like largely unexplored. Um, you know, it's just an area. It has a lot of great depths to it. And so it's just really hard for um, people to study and research um, because it's just it's not somewhere that that you can really, you know, survive in to say. Um, but that's where they think that that where the uh, the plane that disappeared, the Malaysian plane disappeared to. Um, okay, so then we have the Easter Islands. So a lot of people know about the Easter Islands, but they know about the giant like heads on Easter Island. Um, but there's a lot of mysteries surrounding them, of course. The massive uh, structures, they were built and moved by mysterious means. Um, of course, the civilization that built them has vanished. Uh, some people believe that the stones were moved by aliens. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a date of when they were built? Is there like an approximate? I'm sure we could find it. Oh, I'm just wondering not, if it's yeah, like, I, th if they've I been able to test the, I don't know, the stones. I don't know. I ha now, I've I never know, done I've, any research on Easter Island. so I don't Okay, know. well, I've seen documentaries on like, mysteries around the world and they talk about Easter Island and they do have dates of when they think it was moved. I just uh -huh. don't remember off the top of my head. Like, oh, okay. Cause I was just for the story. I was just looking at the yeah. like vile vortices portions of it, but they do yeah. have information about it, but it says that, um, oh. so some people, yeah, I got it. 13th to 16th centuries. 
Yeah, and that's why they say it was like they have no idea how someone moved it or built it. Um, but they think it was aliens, uh, which goes back to Ivan's uh, original belief that UFOs may have something to do with all of the vile vortices. Wow. Yeah. Um, because I, if you haven't seen the Easter Island statues, look I'm them looking. up. I'm looking right yeah, now. Yeah, they're... They're huge, and, and they don't know how they were built. They don't know how they were moved, how they were placed in originally. Yeah, because, like, so they're very on strange. pedestals. They yeah. are, like, surrounded by stones. And does it say how much they weigh? They're very, I mean, I they're mean, gigantic. They're huge. Yeah, I, there's no way n- normal people could move those. I'm just looking at pictures. Yeah. So, um, the next one is the East of... Uh, Rio de Janeiro. It's a, of course, you know, everyone knows it's beautiful. Lots of beautiful beaches. Lots of people go here for tourists. Um, but what you probably didn't know is that it's right next to the vile vortex. Um, wow. This is proven to be one of the tamer ones, but it, it has had uh, mystery disappearances quite frequently as well wow really um the most high profile incident was the disappearance of the tanati 2 which was a small boat that vanished without a trace in 2014 with the families of those missing raising complaints that authorities seem to have no interest in finding the ship so um you know they've had ship disappearances here um it's just another one of those areas where you know, things happen and and it's just gone. And then there's no trace. They don't know how it happened, where it happened. They've they search and search for them and just can't uh, find anything. Um, and so, you know, it's just crazy. Um, and so I was I was going to also say that. Um, the new. Bride's Trench is located between the islands of Bontua and New Caledona, and it's the deepest point. At the deepest point, it reaches over 25,000 feet deep, which has never been explored. They have no idea what's down there. They just know that crazy shit happens here. Uh, there's no wow. way that they can get down there to, um, you know, explore because... It's 25,000 feet deep and it's just, it's just so hard to research. And, um, yeah. You so, know, it's interesting. We can go to space and my niece wants to, she's just so smart, but she yeah. wants to st- she wants to go into, you know, marine biology, or whatever. And I'm like, what makes you want to uh-huh. do that? Like I, I thought for sure she'd want to, you know, work at NASA. She's like, yeah. we don't know enough about our planet. I don't, I, I'm interested in what we don't know about, about where we live. Like, yeah, space hey, is great, hey. but there's a lot when we don't she, When know. she goes 25,000 feet deep, you let me know, and we'll, we'll update this episode, because uh, I'm sure it's <laughs> fuck not gone. She's 13, but yes, <laughs> well, I will. You know, um, kids are smart these days. I know they um, are. She could do it. The Loyalty Islands reside off the east coast of Australia above New Zealand. Sailors have long reported strange and violently changing curtains in the area, strange wow. whirlpools and uh, vort- vortices of water. 
Um, so many ships have gone lost here. Their navigation systems fail. Scientists, um, you know, they just don't get it. It says the scientists discovered in 2012 that a nearby island long established on maps and weather charts has completely vanished. Completely vanished. It used to be charted. It was on maps. It was on weather charts. But in this area, it has completely vanished. So they, they don't know what happened to the island. Um, oh, my gosh. So the North Pole, where Santa lives. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's always been known, of course, um, to cause, like, some weird things. So, like, if you stand right on one of your campuses, I mean, one of your compasses, they'll start spinning. Um, wow, but, really? But, yeah, it, it, there's no, you cannot get a compass to work there. So Ivan thought that, um, you know, so, someone who might agree with him would be a man named Captain Sir John Franklin. So in 1845, there was an expedition for the North Pole that led from England in search of the North Pole. They never made it. All 129 men were lost. No wow. traces were found of them wow. until, oh, yeah, over 150 years later. Um, what they know now is that there were, they the, there was death, cold, and eventually cannibalism. Oh. Um, what, so they don't know what happened um, other than they got lost in this vortex near the North Pole. Um, they don't know what happened to the ship. They never found the, you know, they could not find them for over 150 years. And 150 years later, they just found very few <gasps> traces of evidence that at least showed them that they were in this area at one point. Um and then you have the South Pole. So um, in, in Antarctica, now, so Antarctica now has a population of around 40,000 people, of course, most of researchers. But even still, this abundance of scientific professionals and yet to yield any concrete explanation for some of the region's very strange happenings. Ooh, some like people believe... That there are ancient civilizations hidden under the area around the South Pole as evidenced by mysterious rock formations that are similar to pyramids. What? So these what? random mysterious rock formations are in South, I mean, in, in, in Antarctica. And it, the scientists have this really hard time checking it because um, obviously the South Pole is hardly visited um, the weather conditions are so harsh. There's a huge distance. Um, these these scientists don't know like um, how these rock formations got there. Like um, you know who built them. Like because you know for the most part we all thought Antarctica was unlivable for a long time. Yeah. You know I didn't know there were four thousand um, people there. Yeah, well, most of them are researchers. Almost all of them. I don't know any sane person who would live there willingly but i i don't know <laughs> um so you know they they don't again know where these these structures came from um but yeah so according to author and researcher david hatcher uh childress he says we're speaking about an intelligent geometric pattern into which theoretically the earth and all of its energies are organized and probably in which the ubiquitous megalithic sites are also positioned so 
these scientists that are doing the research on these like vortices feel like these areas are meant to be here and somehow they're all working like there's some kind of higher force that planned these because they are spaced out they have similar incidences they're unexplained they can't be researched um but that it's very clear that it was done in a like methodical type way because of where they're located the shapes that they form the connections that they make you know like the stars they form stars um there's exactly five above the uh equator and exactly five below and then you've got both of the poles that have issues um so you know they say that it's hard to say that it wasn't in you know um you know, random. It's not random. These these are placed equally spaced apart. And so, yeah, that that is about uh, the vile vortices and the 12 places on this planet. You should probably never go. You should probably just never fly again. But, um... I am thinking about that. <laughs> uh, also, don't take a, um, a boat anywhere. Um, I was trying to pull up this Antarctica thinking about Thinking about that, too. Yeah, um, so, you know, I did not realize that other continents had, like, strange pyramids and stuff. Um, I was trying to pull up this. Yeah, so there's, like, a whole lost ancient human civilization of Antarctica. Um, like, it was recently, like, they started discovering um, a lot of this stuff. Like in the 90s, like they found ancient ruins there in, in like 1998 or something. Um, so they know that people did live there at one point, but they don't know if that's what's causing um, all of this stuff that's happening now. Like there's no way to explain it. Apparently there used to be like ancient rainforests and stuff in, in Antarctica. What? Um, yeah. I'm looking at like the the crazy... Um you know, tabloids and they're like yeah. al alien face in Antarctica, giant alien face, you know, like, well, I mean, how, how is anyone really like supposed to dispute it? Right. Cause like, it's not it's, like you can just go to Antarctica. Well, there's a picture that obviously has not been Photoshopped in any way, shape or form. Clearly. I'm sure. I'm sure. Allegedly. <laughs> there's like the side of a ship, like mystery 400 foot, sh the side of a ship still perfectly put together like it looks like you see the the steam part coming yeah. up you know it is like a perfectly shaped and it's just they're floating on its side <laughs> it's like, so they said like these um rocky pyramid type structures uh -huh. uh, some of them are kind of rocky and others are pointing towards outer space and like all kinds of weird stuff Ooh. and they and they can't explain it um they did a whole thing on it in 2016 i think it, it was on one of the news i think it was cbs they did a whole like um episode over it but they're pretty crazy looking um just the, the fact that they're even did. in australia yeah uh they did um i know a couple of places did when they discovered um these structures so i wow. didn't personally know that there were i didn't mm -mm, me either
So basically what I'm telling you people is that there are um, not just (laughs) aliens to worry about from space, but there's also lots and lots of things on this planet that you can't see that are trying to kill you. Um, They're literally called the vile vortices and the devil's graveyards. I don't know how much more I can say about it. Um, Just kind of stay home, you know, think that I'm just, like to travel, but uh, the more you know. Yeah. You know? Um. <laughs> it, it says it says that and Antar- the pyramids that are in Antarctica are the oldest pyramids on Earth. So they're older than the ones that are in Egypt. Are they saying that they're man-made? Because the they pyramids don't know how are... they're man-made. They no. They think these are made by aliens. I mean, that's what they say. They just say pyramid-like structures. Um, They feel like either at one time Antarctica was warmer and they had a civilization that built the pyramids. I see. And then then that's the one that got buried. Um, Or aliens. I mean, you take your pick. I say aliens because I think that makes more sense. I mean, I mean, I've seen the Aliens versus Predator movie. They are in Antarctica, so. I am. If you didn't know, I'm sorry. No. Okay, well, well, the aliens are, and the predators are in Antarctica, and so I feel like it's a good assumption that they build the pyramids. Well, you're welcome. Um, Mystery solved. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. How about that? Because I can't. I can't prove you wrong. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, to me, it's just crazy. Um, the thought that there's these places located all around the planet. All around al- the planet. That have aliens. They have missing boats, like, completely gone. Like, no trace. They, they've they searched ocean floors. They've had, like, radars. They've done, like, map, like, all kinds of, like, if it's land, they've done foot traffic searches and... Nothing. They cannot find traces of these people, these places, these things. Then that one island that just completely disappeared off the map. It's not like in the water. It's just gone. Um, so I don't know. To me, that is too much. It's this planet's too much for me. People would say, Very however, that, that there are there are islands currently that are about to disappear due to climate change the climate change Mm -hmm. crisis the seas are sea levels are rising and maybe that particular island just sunk or maybe it was aliens or that's also (laughs) a logical conclusion it's very logical um and that's what i'm sticking with that's my story i'm sticking to it um so that's just a lot of scariness congratulations yeah, that was I good. Just, good story i just thought i would uh let you guys to know never travel again uh <laughs> actually none of these are in uh the united states so that's well, very surprising it made to me, me think, I think of like a- skinwalker ranch yeah but i don't know oh, if people have- disappear i'm sure there's lots of places in the united states where people obviously we've done stories where they just disappear um and Obvi. there's never trace of them again and Lots of areas of the United States that probably haven't been explored or uh, whatever, but <clears throat> they did not make the list of the 12 vile vortices, a.k.a. 
the devil's graveyards. So the thing, though, like I kind of feel about disappearance. I, I'm going to blame people for that. I don't. I just don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to so always. So now I'm you're gonna, saying aliens aren't people. I'm. They're mm. just misunderstood, cat. Mm. Ooh, touche, touche, <laughs> touche. I just well wanted to be clear when they listen to our episode and come down to take us that they don't take me. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't volunteer. <laughs> I know. Get me off this planet, please. Listen. <laughs> Can I take a bubble bath where we're going? Just letting <laughs> the some 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 ground rules here. Um, okay, so are you ready for the answers? I have um, a couple here. Okay, real quick. I just want to say it says that researchers cannot prove that those pyramids are man-made structures. They cannot prove that they were made by by humans. So the obvious answer then is aliens, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay, now you can continue. And not wind and mm-hmm. nothing. I okay. mean, if Elements. the wind if the wind created a pyramid that pointed to outer space and you well, know, don't all exact. Great. I mean, what about I mountains? Is Mount know. Everest uh, a pyramid? Because that, I mean, the the peak Mount, of Mount that Everest points, is a mountain, right? But it points to space. It's a natural occurring formation. But it, but the it pyramid points. is not. I understand what you're saying. It's not. I it doesn't. I'm looking at a picture. It doesn't look. It looks like a pointy mountain. Oh well. Is I it don't know. Like I'm not there. four corners on the bottom? I mean, is it straight up like a? I don't know if you can see my background, but it doesn't look like Antarctica. <laughs> um, you so should have I, pictures of all angles. You should I mean, be able okay, to answer let, I'll get my right question. I will contact the researchers in Antarctica and be like, listen, people, I know you're very busy doing very important research, but I do this little true crime podcast and I really need you to stop what you're doing and take pictures of these pyramids on all angles. I need like a hundred photos. You're Thanks. that gif of the cat. Yes. Furiously typing. I see it. Yes. I see it now. All right. Here we I go. Will, I will update everyone as soon as the researchers respond to me. We expect answers. Hard hitting facts. Yes, Inquiring yes, minds want to know. All right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. who is the most terrifying serial killer uh, to you? Susan says Jack the Ripper. Oh. But, he, but he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty good. That's pretty. That's a good one. Because there's he again, never been caught. Uh, Sarah. Sarah says pretty Hello. much all of them. But if I have to pick one, it's the toy box killer. Ooh, good yes. answer. All right. <sighs> um, oh man, how are you feeling? Are you worn out from that story? No, Carrie. I was just thinking about the toy box killer. Oh yeah, toy box. Yeah, f that guy. Um. Carrie Whitney says Derek Todd Lee. I don't know who that is. Uh, that's my story for next week. I gotta pick that because I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Everybody's right. like, how do you not know who that is? You know, I know. Like, uh. like we just lost all our followers. I, I know, know we just lost we just lost every bit of street cred. So anyway, so that's uh that's that's on Facebook. What you got over there on the on the Insta? <laughs> So on Instagram, Scott says Andrew Cuomo. Renee, Andrew Cuomo? 
Homo, whatever. <laughs> he's um, the he's the mayor of New York City. Yeah, uh, I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Renee says BTK. I was a child in the Wichita metro area during his killing spree, and it was terrifying. Oh my who, god, who? that would be terrifying. Renee, Renee Diggs. No, but oh, who BTK. Was the- BTK, oh, okay. she says, I was a child in the Wichita metro area during his killing okay. spree, and it was terrifying. Sorry, that I didn't would hear be that terrifying. Part. Like to be in the area of a serial killer mm, and not know. Mm, mm, um, mm. And then uh, Sandy Adams says, Hannibal Lecter. Oh, going fictional. Mm. Going fictional. All right. Wow. I mean, there's. I, I, you know, I agree with Sarah on the toy box. I didn't even think about him. It's, it is terrifying, but it is. you know, the I, what really scares me are the things I can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had I, some of my favorite creepy books are, you know, novels and stuff are about like there's there's this one house in the woods. I, can't, I think it's called Dark Woods, um, and or in the Dark Woods or something like that. But it was like this house, and it was like. One whole wall of glass windows. No, thank you. I I would never live there. That is too. I would need Out. it covered from top to bottom. I would never have it open. At I night. don't. I don't like, like having a lot of windows in a populated area, let alone an isolated area where some killer woods. can be standing out in front of it. Yeah, in the yeah, woods. No, I just don't like. I don't like. Uh, I just too many. Too many. Mm-mm. I feel like that that's is, where that's, a serial killer would take you to kill you and torture you while you look out the glass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a serial killer ugh, house. Ugh. Yikes. Too much for me. No, too much. All of it. Too much. But um, anyway, uh, if you don't already, make sure to follow us on the social media. We would love to have you as followers so you can comment on our questions of the week. We'd also love your story ideas. And I would love yes. uh, to any question of the week ideas. Just talk with us. Tell us about the local beer that's best to buy online Just- in your area because, man, that brew dog out of Ohio, <laughs> you guys kill it. Um, and you know, just message us, don't just post it for us because I feel like someone posted the question of the week for us, and I just am so freaked out by it. Still, I don't know, maybe we're in a volatile vortex right now. I don't know, I feel like it. Um, anyways, but yes, 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 please send us suggestions. We've tried to cover every story someone has sent us. Um, we love suggestions. We love all kinds of stuff. Um, Anyway, well, we uh, hopefully next week aren't going to have as crazy of a week. Hopefully, Ashley is settled into a (laughs) new place. That freeze effed this place up. And so there are still people who are living out of hotels. I I know it's not in the news anymore, but I've got plenty of friends who are still putting their lives together, living in hotels, living in rentals. Um, yep. out of storage lockers and living with just mm-hmm. the bare necessity. So, uh, hopefully, let's send all the good mojo Ashley's way. Yes, to, uh, and to everyone this. else that's having. Yeah. But um, um, anyway, yeah. well, we we hope that you connect with us. We are on all podcast platforms: Spotify, uh, app, uh, Apple Podcasts, all of that. Mm-hmm. There's Stitcher. like a kajillion, any kind of podcast Amazon. where they're Amazon. So don't let your <laughs> friends give you any excuses when they say, oh, I can't listen to iTunes because we're on everything. 
Um, and we can see the dashboard, so <clears throat> we know where you're from and who's listening and who's not. So listening, you know the. Uh, so is it Spotify that's number one, or is it Stitcher that's number one right now with our listeners? Um, it was Spotify. It goes between Spotify and Apple Music. Is there a difference between iTunes and Apple Music because it breaks it down Apple, differently? Uh, it says Apple uh, Music is number one. It's Spotify, oh, Apple Music, iTunes. Oh, well, yeah, I, don't I don't know anything about that. That's blue blot bleep to me. If if you listen on a platform that will let you leave reviews, please, please, please review us in a positive manner. We love you and so much. And make us laugh. Make us laugh. Yes. We love it. Love it. Um, anyway, uh, next week, I uh, it's my story. And we hope that you do come back and listen. Tell your friends. Share us. Uh, rate us. Review us. All of that. And we love you. So come back. Yes. Anything else? No, I'm done. Am I forgetting something? I don't know. (laughs) We're probably forgetting lots of important things, but uh, I don't know. They'll figure it out. (sighs) All right. Well, (laughs) go go have a great day. Conquer the world. Be kind to one another, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.